1: Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, and today we have with us um, a very interesting person by the name of Christian
0: Loversich. Hey, Barbara, how you doing? Thank you for having me.
1: Good, thanks. Uh, Christian considers himself a serial entrepreneur and a digital renaissance man. He is a podcast host, and he does advertising and digital media, as well as being a YouTube celebrity. He's currently on a mission to not only help businesses scale from six to seven to eight figures, harnessing the full power of Facebook ads through innovative marketing strategies. In other words, he makes his clients cut through the noise fast and simple, leaving their competitors wondering, Boy, what just happened? <laughs> yes. And it doesn't stop there. For those who want an insight into the mind of a brilliant modern advertiser, every week he shares his most recent marketing and advertising insights through his YouTube channel, PixelFeed. But Christian is all about pushing the envelope one step further. That's why his podcast is a true labor of love when it comes to truly fleshing how modern and successful entrepreneurs have built their way to the top. In friendly, hour-long interviews with them, you can watch while sipping down your favorite drink. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, Christian, what is your favorite drink?
0: Oh, it depends. Are we talking about alcoholic drink or just regular drink? <laughs> well, just your favorite. You choose. Uh, I drink a lot of water, believe it or not. A lot of water. I mean, you know, in the weekends I'll have like the occasional scotch or something if I go out, but a lot of water, you know, well, at you my age be, nowadays, you know,
1: you can't be healthier than that. So no. what got you started on the road to Facebook ads?
0: Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So Basically, long story short, um, I had a brick and mortar business, and uh, when the economy crashed, and two what was it, two thousand nine? Excuse me, I I lost my business because I was young, I was dumb, I was in my early twenties. So it was my first "quote unquote" real business, and I didn't plan for it. I thought the money was never going to end, and then the economy hit. You know, the recession hit with the housing market and all that stuff. And long story short. Um, I didn't have enough safe and people weren't paying me. I had thousands thousands and thousands of dollars out in invoices that never got paid and, you know, had to take care of my employees. And, you know, pretty much uh, I had a, a little bit of money saved up towards the end. And I was like, what am I going to do now? I don't know. So I took a break and then uh, I've always been a, a computer geek. Uh, I've been building my own computers since I was a kid. So when the internet became a thing, I was like 13, 14, when it was like quote AOL, you know, and uh, I always knew that I wanted to do something online, but I never really had the need for it and never really looked into it until that happened. Um, so um, I decided uh, that I wanted to start uh, an e-commerce website. And uh, it just so happened that I came across this this Facebook ads course. It, it just, you know, I was looking to Facebook and one of my friends posted it and it was, I bought it and it was the best $300 I've ever spent in my life. And uh, it changed my life. It changed my life. Uh, I started with my first brand, one brand turned into two, two turned into three, many failures in between. Uh, I sold some of them. I still have some of them. And then, you know, I do it for, you know, I have a small boutique agency, Uh, where we do it for clients as well so they can grow the e-commerce stores. And uh, yeah, that's that's how I got here, I guess. That's a short version of it.
1: (laughs) Okay, a doctor has his own practice. So he has his own business. He approaches you as a client. What innovative marketing strategies do you set up for him to become more solvent and more successful from a financial standpoint?
0: Well, it really depends. I mean, every the marketing strategy is going to be based on whatever the client needs are. So, yeah, of course, we all want to make more money. We all want more clients, but you know it depends on the type of practice and the type of clients they're going after. And you know there's there's um, there's things involved like, okay, how long is your you know I'm going to call it a quote unquote sales cycle. Uh, You guys are seeing patients, but, you know, it's very different from somebody who needs a procedure because of their health for health reasons or somebody who just wants to get plastic surgery. You know what I mean? So it's like a different type of client that you're looking for. Uh, So the first question is, it's like, what are your goals? You know, obviously you want to get more people to your practice, but what is the goal? What is the type of service that you're trying to 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 sell to your, you know, sell to your patients, like, what are you trying to offer your patients, and then based on that, whatever they're offering, then we can start talking about developing a strategy on how to get those people through the door.
1: Okay, so do you rely heavily on social media marketing?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. I, love, I mean, but I, I mean, it, it comes back to again, what is it that we offer that we need people to come through the door for? I mean, do we need leads? Are we doing lead generation or are we bringing people straight through your front door? Uh, You know, a lot of it, you can drive that traffic using, you know, platforms like Facebook or Google, uh, TikTok even, depending on on the type of uh, service that you're offering. Are you a dentist? Are you a plastic surgeon? Uh, You know, because everybody needs a dentist, but not everybody needs a plastic surgeon. So it really comes down to what is, That you offer. And based on that, the platform used to get those people to get in front of those people is going to change because they have different demographics. You know, the people that are using TikTok are not the same people who are on Facebook all day long. So it really comes down to uh, which demographic you're going after. Each platform has its own demo that works best with.
1: Who do you find are using TikTok mostly?
0: Uh, Right now, it used to be 18 to 24, but right now, uh, 24 to 35 is the biggest demographic on TikTok. So, and the great thing about TikTok is that they still have a massive organic reach, meaning that you can create content and the content will be seen by millions and millions of people if people like it, if people share it. Uh, you can't do that anymore with platforms like Facebook or Instagram, uh, because you know it gets to a point where the where the platform is so saturated that what these platforms do, they'll they'll choke the organic reach for you to spend money on ads, and that's the only way you can get in front of people. When a platform is new, like TikTok is, I mean, you know, TikTok's only a few years old, so in social media social media years, that's like, it's like dog years. It's like, you know, it's still very young. So because not everybody has shifted from Facebook, Instagram onto TikTok, there's still demographics that are not all there yet. You know, the organic reach still massive. So even though that, uh, let's say your demo of 45 to 65 is not as big as it will be on Facebook. If you take advantage of it now, eventually you're going to reach all those people for a lot cheaper and a lot quicker.
1: I see. Uh, do you help your clients create videos?
0: Yes and no. It depends on the type of client. We, spe- we specialize mainly on uh, e-commerce, you know, advertising campaigns. We haven't done we haven't done lead generation in a while, but yeah, I mean we, we offer services where you can, you know, if you already have a mid- a video that's already been, you know, made on your end. Uh, you can just send it over to us and we can use it for our campaigns if it, if it goes with the campaigns that we're crafting for you. If not, uh, yeah, you can send over the footage to us and we can put it together and you know make an ad out of it or like a mini commercial out of it as well.
1: So when you say e-commerce, are you referring to products and services that are being sold as maybe an adjunct to a health service itself?
0: No, when I say e-commerce, I'm talking about like e-commerce stores, like, you know, like, um, like, uh, I don't know, Nike or Reebok, you know, like an e-commerce store, Macy's, JCPenney, you know, they sell like physical products, not just services.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So if a dermatologist say uh, puts out uh, their own skincare Line, mm-hmm. you would help them create uh, an e-commerce site to promote their
0: uh, skincare products. No, we don't build the sites. We we concentrate only on the advertising and marketing side of things. So we already we work with already established businesses that already have their line of products, they have proven sales, and they're they're getting ready to scale. From let's say doing 10, 20, 30 grand a month, they want to start hitting those numbers of 100 grand a month or more. Uh, that's what we specialize in. So usually the clients that we deal with are already established. They're just looking to scale their business, take it to the next level to, you know, multiply uh, their sales as, as we uh, move forward. And then we set systems in place for it. Like, you know, we work on your Uh, on your email marketing campaigns, you know, what we call the back end to take advantage of those VIP customers that you get. So if you're a doctor that's, uh, we we have had doctors, uh, one of our biggest clients is in skincare, uh, you know, develop their own line of products. Then, you know, once the site's built and is ready to go, we create uh, the marketing campaigns to sell their products online, whether it's Facebook or Google, but mainly Facebook.
1: Okay, so let's say a doctor would like to launch a new product line, um, what do you advise for that launch to be successful?
0: Well, the first thing that you got to do, and and you got to test the market. Uh, One of the biggest mistakes that I see is that people think, uh, you know, they come up with an idea, And then they go to their their friends and their friends are not going to lie to them. So like, yeah, that's a great idea. Go for it. And then they put it, they spend all this money ahead of time without testing anything about it or asking, you know, the public, if it's something that they want or that they need, and then they buy all this inventory up front and then they put the product out and then it doesn't sell because most people think out there, unfortunately, that if you just build a website that all of a sudden everybody's just going to buy your stuff, and that's not the reality of it. A website is just like a piece of real estate. If nobody drives up to it and nobody finds it, nobody's going to buy your stuff from you. Um, also, you got to think about it. it's like what's the pain point that my product's going to solve. Uh, obviously, with skincare products, the pain point is we don't want wrinkles, we want to look younger. So it's an easy, you know, pain point to 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 um, to advertise and to market to 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 older people. But you still gotta you still gotta make sure that the public wants your product. So one of the great ways, if you're starting out, what I tell people to do is a, a super easy way to do it is create a Facebook page, and then you go in there and you can put your product on there and you know talk about it, talk about what it does, the price point, you know how great it is, and then you can do what's cool called uh, boosting a post uh, or an engagement post on Facebook. And then you can put it for five bucks a day and let it run for a you know a couple of weeks, and people will tell you exactly if they want it or not. That's how I used to t- how I used to test products when I first started. You know, if it was like a you know if I was doing like a couple T shirts, I will put two designs and then ask people. It's like which one do you like best? Will you buy it? And then I will give the details about the product, and then create a campaign, a boost. They call it a boost now, but it's called an engagement campaign. I will throw five dollars at it, and then you know, select my targeting inside Facebook, wherever my targeting is. So, if it's skincare, you target, you know, let's say women forty-five and up, because I mean that's the that's the demographics, that I know for a fact are looking for those type of products. And then you know, they will let you know if it's something that they want. So once that's te- proven and tested, and, and they will tell you in the comments, yes, I want it, or a great price point, or this is something that I need, then you move forward and then you move, you know, into building the website and then maybe ordering a little bit of inventory and then, you know, getting it out there.
1: Okay. Um, could you please give us two tips uh, to help businesses um, scale their uh, market higher?
0: I'm sorry. What was the last part of the question? Two tips for what?
1: Could you give us two tips to uh, for businesses to uh, scale uh, their business higher?
0: Okay, uh, to scale to get it to scale, get the name out there. I mean, it's kind of a generic way to do it. But the first thing I would do is grow your email list. That's number one. Uh, most people starting out when they're starting out, they they don't pay attention to their email list. You should always have a pop up uh offering a discount or a freebie in exchange for people to give you their information their email address and nowadays if you want to if you can get their phone number even better because then you can add them to your text messaging list um because the, i say it all the time on, on my uh, youtube channel and you know when i do consultations and all that the most important thing that you can own when it comes to your business is your your email list Uh, you know, the bigger your email list, you can always send an email, you can always make an offer to your email list, and then you can always, uh, gain revenue that way. Um, if, you know, let's say if you're using Facebook or Facebook ads and, you know, they decide that one day you violated something because skincare can be, you know, very tricky like that, uh, that you didn't follow the rules, they can shut down your account. And then, you know, where do you go? Well, you have your email list. So that's one way to scale your business, email list. Another way to scale your business, it's called uh, product seeding with influencers, uh, where you look for uh, influencers with large followings in your niche. So, you know, and then you send them your products and in exchange, they will post about your products and they will send traffic to your website. So that's an easy way to do it. And that's an easy way to scale your, your brand or your products or your practice or whatever it is.
1: How do you identify or find influencers in in a person's sphere?
0: So there's many different ways to do it. Uh, There's uh, many uh, type of services and softwares out there that you can use to, where you can actually search for influencers on all platforms based on demographics, what their interests are, based on what their profiles are, if they have a YouTube channel, if they have 10,000 to 20,000 followers. based on keywords on their bio or based on, on hashtags used on their posts. And one of my favorite services is actually called FaviCon F-A-V-I-K-O-N. It's, it's, you log in there, you create a profile. Um, It's, the plans are pretty, you know, reasonable. And then you go in there, you can search by hashtags. So if you're in skincare, you know, just, Type in hashtag skincare, you can select, I want you know women influencers, 45 to 55 in the U.S. who have a, a following between 10,000 people to 20,000 people, and it will show you their profiles. It will show you the engagement rate on their accounts because you want to make sure that their audience is engaged with them and on their post. And then based on the data that you get back, you pick those people and then you just send them a message or send them an email. A lot of them will have an email address on their profile. And then uh, you send them, you ask to send them a, a free you know, a free product. And they'll say yes, and that's how you get it out there. And you'll be amazed how many people they just post, they feel thankful for it, and they'll post your product all over the place multiple times. It works really well.
1: If our listeners would like to reach you, um, how, how would they go about doing that?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to uh, learn a little bit about digital media, if you're doing it yourself, whether it's Facebook ads or digital media in general, uh, conversion rates and websites and all that good stuff. You can go to my YouTube channel. It's called Pixel Feed, P-I-X-L-F-E-E-D. The podcast is on there as well. And then on the agency side of things, it's called pixelfeedmedia.com. Uh, and that we specialize on e-commerce uh, stores and businesses that are already doing, you know, six figures in sales a year. And we specialize on scaling those businesses, taking them to the next level.
1: Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Christian. This has been another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time.
0: Thanks, Barbara. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness.